Welcome to the Tools for Today's Farmers podcast, brought to you by the Purdue Extension Farm Stress Team. Our podcast will cover current issues in farming and will provide insight from a wide variety of experts in agriculture. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Rachel Dilhoff. And I'm your co-host, Abby Heidenreich. And today we are so excited to have Jennifer Bennett and Emmett Betts with us today. So can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, maybe where you're located, what your background is, just anything you want to tell us. Now's your chance to introduce yourselves. So what do you guys do? Make pies. Oh, what kind of pies do you make? Peanut butter cherry, cinnamon roll cherry, uh, root beer float, a birthday cake, banana split. Mm-hmm. I think that's all of them right now. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your business, about Two Guys Pies. Where did that name come from? So we actually were visiting with um, family, friends, and it was just they, the boys made their pies and they were sitting around and they were like, oh, you should call it Two Guys Pies. And we were like, oh, that's perfect. So it was actually friends who thought of it and it has that's stuck. Awesome. <laughs> and how did you get started making pies? So the boys are farm boys through and through. They love being in the dirt, but occasionally we can get them in the kitchen and they have found that their niche is pies. And so they worked with their grandma to make their own signature pies. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. And what is your mission? What do, what do you do with Two Guys Pies? So we take 100% of the profits we make and we give it back to families that have suffered from any sort of farming tragedy. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Boys, how does that make you feel? Good. Good. Feels good when you're able to do something like that. That's awesome. So, you know, you guys have such a great mission that you're doing. What made you what made you want to do that in the first place? Um, so I lost my husband, their father, going on seven years in October. Uh, he was in a tractor accident and he grew up. Um, helping on the family farm, and he we had a small hobby farm. He always wanted to grow it into more. Um, didn't get the opportunity to do so. However, we have you know continued. We have a small hay field, and the boys are into swines for 4-H, and so we piddle with the hobby farms. And he just had a love for it, um, and he just really had a passion for that lifestyle. That's amazing. Now with your with your what you're doing with two guys pies have you um heard feedback from the families that you have been able to help as well so we are actually brand new and we just started in mm, maybe june i think oh, and nice. so we it just kind of we started it and did not think you know we would be able to grow as fast as we did and we did we were very welcomed by the community and so um, we were a- not thinking that we would be able to help anybody right away, but we actually were. We've been able to help one family so far. Um, and just for the, my personal situation, I did not want to reach out to them personally because I did not want them to feel obligated to share their story with me or, you know, have to, um, you know, personally say thank you because sometimes 
when you're in that mindset and so close to grief, it's not an easy thing to do. Absolutely. I mean, that's such a, a great thing that you guys are able to do though. And you're able to help out from your own personal experience. I, I know I had, uh, it sounds like a similar situation. Um, I've, I've heard other people talk about similar situations that they've gone through. Um, losing somebody near and dear to you, you, you want the help. You're not necessarily wanting to ask for it. And that's such a great thing that you're able to do that and then not have that expectation of, okay, well, tell me everything about you. And I, I just think that that's great. And that has to make you feel really good um, as well. And I'm sure when you were going through the beginning stages of everything, having help yourself um, was was probably very nice. Um, so back to um, Two Guys Pies and, and what you're doing. Um, first of all, I love the name. And I love that it sounds like your boys are, are really into it, which is so good. And for just starting out, having that, that positive reaction um, where do you see yourselves growing in the future with this? We have no idea. Honestly, it seems to have just taken off for us. And we've actually, um, ha we, we partnered with a, um, another company local to us. And her, she lost her son. And she's very popular with t-shirts um, for her son. And she reached out to us and she wanted to partner with us. And so we were not expecting that. So she released a fall harvest line and 15% of the sales of those shirts go to two guys pies. And so for Jay County, it's huge. She's a big name here. Um, so just for that, that has grown us. And, you know, we think we really only started in June, but we have been so successful in doing this that, the sky's the limit for us. We're just going to keep doing this until nobody orders pies. <laughs> Love that. No, that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to like put into words how amazing this is. I love that you've been able to take such a tragic event in your life and something that was probably one of the lowest moments of your life and turn it into something that's making such a positive impact. Um, how has doing this helped your own personal healing process and that of your boys? So it absolutely makes me feel good to know that we're helping others because my husband was everything to me. And when I lost him, I really didn't know who I was anymore. And so it was a really big struggle to just not have this person anymore. And it, we didn't want it to be a waste. It would just be a life that's gone, this light that has been taken out of the world with nothing good from it. And we, I just couldn't stand the thought of that. So it's, and we, years, we prayed and talked about how could we honor him? And it was like a light bulb when we were with friends and it just went off and they were like, two guys pies, sell your pies and give it back to farming families. So Absolutely. for me, it makes me feel like I'm not letting his light just die dim out. Right. Absolutely. Boys, how do you feel about that? Good. They're very talkative. <laughs> They're very talkative. I love it. No, there's there's something to be said about, you know, going through that, that valley, that time where you don't want to be a burden on anyone else, but you're also just 
screaming on the inside. Um, I guess how how have you been able to just you know all pull together and make this happen with you know the support of your community? How has all of that kind of come together? Actually, very easy. I mean, I'm I just am overwhelmed, and I think that. We have to give the glory to God in this because when we first started this, I, you know, I prayed and I said, this is something that I want him to approve of and be in because if he's not in it, then we're not going to be successful. And it was as soon as we, you know, prayed that and it was, we kind of felt like this is what he wanted us to do. Everything clicked and everything just started falling together. I mean, we posted the Facebook page and I think, um, maybe within an hour we had already somebody ordered two pies and it just we didn't expect that we thought it might take us a while to even you know have one pie ordered but it was just that fast and that quick and easy for us yeah that's great and boys how is your your daily routine do you get up in the morning and you make a pie and then you go do some chores and make a pie how does that work for you guys well, their day to day hasn't really changed because I work during the morning. So they spend their mornings kind of lazy because we are homeschool, homeschoolers. And so they spend lazy mornings. And then when I get off of work, we usually start pies and schoolwork. Awesome. Wow. I, and, you know, I, I was reading your bio and I'm glad that you mentioned you work, you homeschool, you run this this other business on the side. So how do you keep it all straight? How do you manage all of that? Lots of post-it notes. <laughs> Those are amazing. Yes. Yes. Everything has to be written down or I will forget. Surely I will forget. <laughs> well, and with balancing all of that, there has to be some stress because I know, you know, there things can happen. Things can fall through the crack. Cracks, um, but how do you manage any kind of stress that you feel that comes along with all of these hats that you wear and all these things that you're doing? You know, we really just go with it. There is nothing, I don't want to sound so flippant, but there is nothing in this world that's really uh, that bad, right? We've already faced our tragedy. So if we let something fall through the crack, we'll pick it back up when we can. That's, I mean, it is just that easy for me because I know that the things that we're doing is stressful and we're stressed out most of our days. But if we forget something, it will just pick it up when we can. I love that because that's such an important message to drive home. And it's something that I think a lot of people, especially in agriculture and in, you know, the 4-H world and people who live and work on a farm, you get so caught up in all the pressures that we put on ourselves. But really, when you think about it in the terms of, you know, the life that you've lived and the experiences that you've had, none of the stressful stuff matters at the end of the day. Like you said, you can pick it, always pick it back up. But the important parts of life are the things that you do together and the time that you spend together as a family. Absolutely. So how have you guys been able to kind of work together? Do you, do you boys each have individual roles when it comes to making pies? What's your favorite part of making a pie? <laughs> you don't know? It's probably mixing. Mixing? Okay. 
That's mostly mom. <laughs> crushing the Oreos. Oh. You like crushing the Oreos? Yeah? That's awesome. That's so great. It's so great to be able to see young people getting involved in something like this and something that I'm sure at the heart means so much to these boys. And this is an experience that they're going to be able to draw on later in their life and just understand the importance of giving back to people in their times of need and in their times of struggle. Um, we talk to a lot of people through this podcast and just in general that are going through some really, really tough times. And it's so inspiring to hear stories like yours that highlight what life is like on the other side. Because when you're in those moments, it feels like you're never going to get through it and that it's never going to get better. And while those things may not ever, those feelings may never completely go away, it's so important to, to hear from other people who have been there what life can become on the other side of that and how you can use your experience in a positive way. You know, I listening to you, you are such a positive person. I, I know I, I lost my dad at a very young age and um, we farmed and it was something it took years for our family to get through. Um, and even still about 20 years later, it's something we think about every day. And mm -hmm. what you're doing and making so many positive spins on that. I know our family, we wanted to just kind of hide for a while because it, it was a lot to bear. Um, mm -hmm. But you have such a great mindset and outlook on it. And I really admire you for that. And I'm sure other listeners that might be facing something similar or uh, grief in any kind of way experiencing that can look at and hear what you're saying and look at what you're doing and hopefully get inspired. Um, and we do in our podcast and on our team, we talk a lot about stress, which obviously losing a loved one is a huge stressor. Yeah. Um, and then managing all that you're managing as well. It has to be stressful. It just would have to be. Um, mm -hmm. But we like to also look at that positive spin on things to do exactly what you're doing, which is to show people that it's not all doom and gloom. And, and like Abby said, there is that you can come out on the other side. So um, kind of rolling off of some of that positivity, what are some other things based on what you've experienced? Um, and and even with your, um, your pie making and, and that group that you're doing now, what are some positives that you see from that and that you are hopeful for with the future? Well, you put us there on the spot. <laughs> Sorry, that was I, <laughs> I think that we just really, like when we thought of this, and I remember all the people that didn't know us and sent us money and gift cards to McDonald's. And I we had someone pay our electric bill. Um, it, it was just those things that, I certainly never thought of, but it was like the most amazing things because then like when you're in it and it's so fresh, you don't know how you're going to pay your electric bill. You're like, I don't even know what to do. So it's already taken care of. So for me being so far out and being able to send, you know, a family some money, like 
to me, if it lightens their financial burden, like I'm happy with that. But if, if they go and they take that money and they go to the silliest, fanciest restaurant that they can find and blow it on a meal, then that makes me happy too. Because I would rather them do that and have a moment of happiness than to, you know, still be in that gloom because that gloom and doom kind of stays with you daily. It never goes away. So if we can lighten that load for someone, even if it's just a little bit, we would be so happy about that. I'm going to say, I remember um, my dad, he passed away around Thanksgiving time and we had people come for Christmas, the first Christmas without, and they made our Christmas so special. And it sounds like what you're doing is exactly that for somebody else, which, and it's so neat that you don't necessarily know these people, but you're giving them those little things. It's obviously not going to fix that grief, but it's going to be helpful in mm -hmm. moving forward. Um, and that's just, that's just amazing. Um, and to know that you are a part of that is really cool. And your boys too, I'm sure uh, some of these things being that they're so young, um, they're going to realize it as they, they grow up and knowing, wow, even in our time that things were changing, we were still doing some really great things for other people. So what a, a neat thing that you're teaching them along the way too. It's awesome. Thank you. I do have one more question for you before we wrap up. What was the most beneficial thing to you when you lost your husband? What was the most helpful? Honestly, I have no idea. Um, when I actually remember going to um, somewhere, I can't remember where, um, after I lost my husband and they, they were a widow themselves. And she said, I don't have any advice for you other than to keep going. You just keep going. There's no answer as to what that looks like and how that works. You just keep going. And so that was the one thing that stuck to me because there was not one thing that stuck out that was like, wow, that was really helpful. So you just keep going because in the beginning, you know, everybody's like, oh, she took a shower. That's really great. Look, she's out. It's because we had appointments. We had things that we had to take care of in the beginning. You had to keep going at that point. So you did it for that reason, because you have to go to these appointments. And then you get out of that and you're still given a bit of a grace period because you're grieving. And so you're not expected to do much, but you still have to keep going because at that point, my, you know, my kids needed me for everything because they were three and one at that time. So you just kept going. But, and in that time, there was nothing that I could have gotten from anybody that made me feel like, whew, that, that was nice. Now that I'm so far out, I can say that, you know, when people were sending us money and I didn't have to worry about bills and people were helping us with, you know, finances, it was a load off of my back that at the time I couldn't see because I was like, this is still too hard, too much. Nothing's going to make this better. And now looking back on it, I'm like, I'm very thankful for the community that rallied around us and like helped us financially and just, I mean, just in support in general, when they, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, we went to school with your, you know, to the boys, they would say, oh, we went to school with your dad and just sharing the stories with them or myself was helpful right. too. Yeah, I think even in that, in saying that there was nothing specific 
that is so so valid, first of all. But it's also something that is so helpful for others who are going through that to feel like they're not the only ones who feel that way. They're not the only ones who feel mm-hmm. like nothing seems to be helping me. Why all of these pe- people are reaching out and trying to help me. Why is none of this making this any better? It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to feel that way. I think it's it's so, you know, helpful to others. And I, I know that others who are listening will feel the impact of that. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to make a connection with one other listener out there that can relate to someone on the podcast or can take something away from this podcast and make something better out of their lives or get through a hard time. And I hope that hearing your story and seeing what you've been able to do with it, I hope that helps at least one person out there get through a hard time that they're, that they're going through. Um, I just also want to encourage any of our listeners too, if you're going through something like this, it's okay to reach out for help. Um, don't be afraid to ask trusted people in your life. Or if you just need to talk, if you need to get out of the house, if you need really to talk with someone who's a little bit more of a professional therapist, or if you need to talk some things out, that's all okay. And especially if you live in the state of Indiana, you can always dial 988. You can text, um, to get some help. And especially if it's, you know, grief related, there's always a lot of grief support out there. It's, Sometimes it's hard to find it when you're in that moment of going through that, but it's so important to take care of yourself so that you do have the capacity to continue taking care of your families and all of those around you. So if you are going through something like this and you want more information, you can always find it on our website or you can reach out to us for help. Um, That's what we're here for. But you know, just wanted to kind of put that out there for anyone. And if they want to get more information about you guys pies and they want to buy a pie, how do they go about doing that? So we right now are just on Facebook. You just look us up two guys pies. You can send us a message, comment on the page and we will respond almost immediately. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again, Jennifer Bennett and Emmett. Um, And thank you all for listening to Tools for Today's Farmer podcast. If you'd like more information about the Purdue Extension Farm Stress Team, go to our website, extension.purdue.edu slash farmstress, or find us on Facebook as the Purdue Extension Farm Stress Team. We use the hashtag farmstrong on our post to emphasize that the agriculture community is resilient and strong enough to overcome anything that comes their way. Share your story of overcoming stress on social media using the hashtag farmstrong. Thanks for listening. We're your hosts, Rachel Dilhoff and Abby Heidenreich. Have a great day.